1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
2: After a bizarre gubernatorial primary season, we are finally down to two candidates here in Michigan. What kind of race lies ahead?
0: This is going to be an epic battle between a conservative businesswoman and mother and a far-left birthing parent and career politician.
2: Well, that's the kind of race it will be if Tudor Dixon has her way. What do we know about this political newcomer? This is The Daily J, I'm Zach Clark. Originally 10 Michigan candidates were to run for governor in the Republican primary, but snafus with signatures on the petitions of half of the prospective candidates dropped it to five. Tudor Dixon, who is from Norton Shores, that's on Michigan's west side by Muskegon, she picked up about 40% of the votes, almost doubling Kevin Rinky, the next closest competitor. Dixon picked up a late endorsement from former President Donald Trump, and she has the backing from the very powerful DeVos family.
1: My sense is that the Trump endorsement put her over the top and extended a lead. I think that there's a case to be made that she was going to win anyway, and part of that might be because there were While fewer than originally, but there were a number of other candidates in the race who sort of splintered the rest of the vote, right? And I think in some respects, they all tried to attack her from the right as someone who was a rhino, someone who was bought and paid for by the establishment, right? There's your DeVos money. I think that, you know, she probably had a leg up on the rest of the field, but the Trump endorsement really solidified things for her.
2: That right there, that's the familiar voice of Dr. Dave Dulio, He's the director of the Center for Civic Engagement at Oakland University. Before we dig any deeper into this race, let's hear from the Republican nominee herself. She spoke on election night from Grand Rapids.
0: It's about the moms and dads across the state who lost everything these last four years. It's about the parents in Grand Rapids whose kids, Gretchen Whitmer, locked out of their classrooms. And it's about the moms in Flint who would have gone to bat for their children and tried to catch them up and watch them helplessly fall behind while Gretchen Whitmer vetoed reading scholarships for their children. It's about the residents in Benton Harbor, who Gretchen Whitmer ignored for years when they pleaded that their water was too contaminated for their children to drink. It's about the young family in Sterling Heights who can't afford their groceries anymore because of Gretchen Whitmer and Joe Biden's inflation. And it's about those union members in the Upper Peninsula who just want to go to work tomorrow to earn a paycheck, but they turn on the the news every single night and they see Gretchen Whitmer's latest war on the energy that they need to do their job. It's about every person from Traverse City to Monroe, from Alpena to St. Joe. Who filled up the gas tank this morning and wondered how they're going to pay the rest of their bills by the end of the week.
2: Who is Tudor Dixon? The 45-year-old was born in Illinois and later moved to Michigan as a young adult to work with her dad who had just purchased a steel company here in the state. Her website says she's a businesswoman, breast cancer survivor, and working mom of four girls. She spent time in the steel industry and the media world. She founded Lumen News. That's a production company that creates what they call pro-America, pro-Constitution morning news programs for grade school students. You're going to hear more about the kids when it comes to Tudor. Midterm elections are usually referendums on the current president. Does that give a leg up to Gretchen Whitmer's challenger? Joe Biden's approval ratings are terrible. They are at
1: or near historic lows for a president at this point in his term. Going back to Truman, that's an important contextual piece of this. And I would say that to this point, Gretchen Whitmer seems to have been able to avoid being tainted by Biden's low job numbers. Right, her Her numbers are over 50 percent. Most importantly, they are higher than that with independence. And that's the number to keep an eye on as we move forward. And I think what you'll see Republicans try to do is tie Whitmer to Biden, issues like the economy. But I think they will also remind people that Joe Biden was considering Gretchen Whitmer to be his running mate in 2020. And, you know, they'll remind folks of those
2: close ties. Yeah, I don't think you'll see Joe Biden in Michigan. Joe Biden's approval rating is just 38 percent, according to the most recent Gallup poll. That means about two-thirds of Americans are not happy with the job being done by the president. But as Dave points out, the governor's been able to escape Biden's shadow. A recent WDIV Detroit News poll showed her approval rating at 55 percent of all Michigan voters, and she sits at 49 percent with the ever-important independent voter. But as Dave points out, that's not going to stop Tudor Dixon from sticking Biden and Whitmer together.
0: Whitmer has cheered the Biden policy while he's pushed us into a recession. She's been riding with Biden while he's been driving our economy into the ground. We've lost years of learning. We've lost our businesses. We've lost our life savings. And we've lost so much more. While being
2: connected to an unpopular president has disadvantages, Dr. Dulio says Whitmer has a built-in advantage that Dixon does not incumbency.
1: It's always easier to run as an incumbent simply because a number of advantages come with incumbency with having served in office. And I think we see those playing out for Gretchen Whitmer relative to Tudor Dixon. One of the advantages that incumbents enjoy is name identification. That's a challenge that Tudor Dixon is going to have in the coming weeks, introducing herself. Another advantage that comes with incumbency very often, which is campaign cash advantage. And Governor Whitmer has got millions more than Tudor Dixon is going to have. Although one caveat to that is, you know, I imagine that there will be a good bit of third party money that comes in and supports the Dixon campaign. You know, just those two advantages alone that Gretchen Whitmer has put her in a strong position.
2: Remember, I said the kids would come up again. Dixon believes Whitmer's COVID lockdowns were not only unnecessary, but dangerous too.
0: They're destroying our children. When she locked the doors to every school in the state, she set up an entire generation of students for failure. We're still only beginning to understand the academic and emotional damage Whitmer's lockdowns did to our children. Too many kids have suffered for far too long. We've seen the impact at our home, and I know you've seen it at yours. Moms and dads have watched their children fall behind. They've watched the struggles with anxiety and depression. And they worried about skyrocketing juvenile suicide rates.
2: Like many other Republican candidates running statewide or even nationwide, those COVID lockdowns are a central theme of Dixon's campaign. If you ask her, those lockdowns were good for nothing except destruction.
0: Gretchen Whitmer didn't just hurt our kids. Her policies are destructive for our workforce and our businesses as well. I visited with our restaurant owners, our barbers, our florists, and a long list of small business workers, business owners, and workers who were denied the ability to make a living because one person, Gretchen Whitmer, thought she knew better. I've talked with the men and women who've lost their jobs, closed their businesses because they couldn't make it work and they had the closed by Whitmer sign in their windows. The queen of lockdowns, she decided you were not essential.
2: I listened to all 19 minutes of Dixon's victory speech from last night and something really surprised me. You know what Tudor Dixon didn't mention last night was the word abortion. And so I wonder how that plays because, look, one of the conservative standbys for many years has been, but with Roe, and we saw what happened yesterday in Kansas, I wonder if all of a sudden abortion is not a place where Tudor Dixon wants to play.
1: You know, that's a good point. It's going to be an interesting issue to watch develop. I think Gretchen Whitmer will talk about defending a woman's right to choose. I think Tudor Dixon will talk about being pro-life because that works for both bases. Where it gets more tricky is... Okay, how much choice does Gretchen Whitmer support abortion through nine months of pregnancy or is there some limit or is there some point where she wouldn't support ending a pregnancy? At the same time, you know, does Tudor Dixon double down on or does she try to walk back her statements about not having exceptions for rape or incest? I
2: think those are the things that are going to get teased out over the next several months. These two women, they're not totally different. They're both mothers of girls, they're working women, but after that, the similarities stop. That same WDIV Detroit News survey that I talked about a minute ago, they asked prospective voters who they'd pick between Whitmer and Dixon. The current governor walked away with a 10-point lead. But it's only August. Can Tudor Dixon pull the upset? If 2016 taught us anything, absolutely she could. Will she? Stay tuned. Thanks to Dave Dulio for helping out with today's episode. We did reach out to Tudor Dixon's campaign, but never heard back. This podcast, it wouldn't be possible without the work of our digital team. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for local news, on demand, 24-7, and includes the latest on Michigan politics. Do you have questions, comments, or concerns about the Daily J? We want to hear them. Drop us an email at DailyJ at odyssey.com. That's DailyJ at audacy.com.